Good morning, all. It's Peter Bassler, ESEC Lending, coming to you from Westport, Connecticut, again here for a, another podcast. And I am joined by our expert on SFTR, which is a regulation that is affecting our industry, by Ed Oliver, who's coming to us from Sussex, England. Welcome, Ed. How's it going over there? Okay. Thank you, Peter. Yeah, not bad. We're just in lockdown and joined talking about regulation right now. Nothing else to yeah. talk about. Nothing better to do in the quarantine than talk about regulation. We need so more let's regulation. Get in, let's get into to it, keep Ed. Us over. Yeah, just give us more regulation right now. Yeah, and, and another acronym. So SFTR, um, can you tell us a little bit about it and how the industry has responded to the challenges that it poses to our, uh, to our space? Sure. I mean, SFTR, Securities Financing Transaction Regulation, to give it its full snappy name, um, is something that we've been um, aware of. For quite some time. Um, it's got many aspects to it um, that we're already living with, but the one piece that we're still working on is Article 4, which is the, uh, the reporting element of uh, basically providing regulators with all more information on securities lending, repo, margin lending, and sell buybacks. So we're very focused, obviously, on the securities lending element of that. And effectively from a point this year and i'll come back to that in a minute and why I, why i basically say a point but at a point this year there is going to be increased reporting from any eu or eea participant in securities lending um and i think peter you're used to the fact that you know we provide data today to uh, data vendors and we provide a certain set of information those that are most relevant to uh, probably the economics of the trade um so it's not unusual for us to provide data um, but this actually is going to require a huge amount of data and that's and that's really the big difference uh, to what we've seen before right interesting and and so who this is going to be some added cost i would imagine how is that working is it is this cost being borne by agents or clients or a little of both yeah that's a really good point because um you know, I think we're not going to make any more money as a result of uh, providing this reporting to regulators, obviously. So, um, so I think it's <clears throat> that's a really good point. And um, what I'd say is um, certainly we have taken the decision to, you know, choose vendors to uh, participate in uh, the delivery of data on our behalf and on our clients' behalf. And that's something that we've, you know, sort of taken on as a company and, and we're paying for that development. Um, on an ongoing basis, um, there will be costs um, provided by the trade repositories. Um, so effectively, we report through our vendors to trade repositories every day. Um, and those trade repositories then take all the data that's provided to them from all of the different constituents in the industry and then pass that on to, to the regulators. So those trade repositories will be making charges as well, which um, depending on the setup that you have, are likely to be paid by our end clients. But the good news about that is they are very closely regulated, those costs, and so they'll be kept as low as they possibly can be. Right. And, and from my perspective, talking to U.S. clients, you know, I know this is really more focused on European space and borrowers over there. What, can you tell me, if I'm a U.S. client, why, why I need to be cognizant of this? Yeah, I think, I think you need to be aware of it if you're a U.S. client. I mean, clearly, they're not in scope. So they don't have a reporting requirement themselves, um, which is nice for them. Um, but I think the, uh, uh, the main point to note is that going forward, we're going to be providing more data to, uh, 
um, more data to others um, on what's going on in the security zoning program. Um, we have to provide information on our US clients so that the banks that they lend to who are EU entities have the ability to report their piece of the transaction. It's going to be a lot of one-sided reporting in, in this um, in this regulation and so consequently um, those banks that uh, US pension funds lend to will have to report those transactions. So that's really the one thing to be aware of. If we, if we didn't get this right and we didn't get the right information to the banks to allow them to report those transactions, then there's the risk of course is that those banks stop um, doing business with those US lenders. Great, thanks Ed. And so, so what's going on today? I know with coronavirus and quarantine, lots of things are being delayed. You know, I know there's been some changes here recently, last last few days. Maybe you can touch on those quickly. Yeah. So the um, so the big change there is over the uh, the course of the last few weeks with the um, obviously the changes with coronavirus and uh, the issues that has uh, caused the industry, not with just people working uh, working from home, working from different places, but also the volatility in the markets. Um, that's meant that the industry associations wrote to ESMA, that's the European regulator, and asked if uh, there could be a, a postponement or a pause in the SFTR um, implementation timeframe. So the first original date was uh, 11th of April, uh, which is when the banks, our borrowers, are meant to be uh, reporting. Um, good background noise here. The joys of working from home, Peter. Um, but anyway... <laughs> The, our new um, reality these days it, it is it's like trying to, trying to focus on regulation and, uh, and other things going on but the um so so the banks are due to report from the 11th of april so the request was made by the industry associations to see if we could push that back so esma actually have um agreed to roll back phase one which is due in april to the same time frame as phase two which is due in july so there's been a three-month reprieve for banks on their reporting um, for our clients, they have to report from October this year. So that's just been announced. Um, so that, that pushback has happened. The, there's a lot of speculation in Europe that the regulatory agenda will continue to be pushed back, whether that's regulation like SFTR, CSDR, um, that's also due in the early part of next year. There's a sense that potentially there might be further pushbacks on um, on the SFTR implementation. So it's a real watch this space at the moment, but um, but the industry is still working hard. We've been testing for quite a while now um, in anticipation of that original April date, but uh, now we're obviously working towards that July date and we'll have to wait and see if, if that changes further. Great. Well, good information, Ed. Always a pleasure getting you from Sussex, England with, uh, with background noise and anything else that's reality today. Um, regulation is always a tough topic, um, at least for me. But great information, Ed, and we will come back to you for some further updates down the road. And enjoy I'm your sure evenings coming more to come. Your yeah, evenings coming quicker. Later. Enjoy, and we'll tune back in with you next time. Take care. Good man. See ya.